we're back. We are back with another lovely episode. Here which we are. I need to get my notes out for. There it is. <laughs> All right. So this is one of your favorite things. This it's, is it's one, one of my favorite things. I'm not featured. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, um, as we've established, I have a lot of opinions. So this was just another arena for me to showcase all of the many opinions that I have. We're talking stock versus original photography today. Yeah, um, which should be really interesting. So you're talking with Jesse, our chief creative officer. Yes. And so Caitlin, uh, as I think we've talked about, maybe we, yeah, we have. I think so. Um, I think we got into that not safe for work episode. (laughs) (laughs) Photography you don't do. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Caitlin is a photographer, uh, shoots mostly people, um, families, things like that. Does a really great job at that. Really beautiful photos. Always very impressed. And um, she also helps with websites. Well, it helps with guides websites, Mm -hmm. runs the show when we're building websites. So has a bit of an opinion about stock versus original. Jesse does too. There's kind of a time and a place for everything. Yeah. So, yeah, so we'll be talking about that today. Well, they will be. I will not be talking about that. They'll be <laughs> off somewhere while they were recording this. Doing, doing important things to, of course. as yet I'm, to be determined. I'm sure. And one of those is I will not be drinking a whiskey pickleback, which is our cocktail for this show. Why not? Oh, my God. It makes me just want to vomit. That's really um, not super surprising, I guess. Is it the whiskey or is it the pickle? Or is it the combination of the two? <laughs> so I'm not a huge whiskey person, uh-huh. first of all. Uh-huh. And then just putting pickle juice with it sounds really not like my thing. I love pickles. So okay. I love that briny pickle. Yeah, vinegar. yeah. That's great. Salt, vinegar. Yum. Potato chips. Yes. All yes. good. But yeah, this one's always confused me. So did Jesse like these? Like mm-hmm. is that? He does. Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, one of the reasons we opted for this as a cocktail is because one of his favorite local beers is the pickle juice, pickle juice from Jackson street brewing who, which is also, um, has a picture of my friend Rick on it. He, Rick is like a big beer drinker and so brews. His own, the I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's the pickle juice sour that Rick's cause it, he is like pickle Rick. Like I think it's from Rick and Morty. Right. We're like really in the rabbit hole here, but Rick's face is on a can of beer from Jackson Street Brewing. I'm pretty sure it's this one. Okay. And we're thinking it's this one. So either way, Rick is one of my nearest and dearest friends and um, he deserves his face on a can of beer. Of course. Whether it's this one or any other. I think everybody does. Everybody deserves their face on a can of something, a bottle of something. Um, back to like putting my bottle on a face of wine so my friends will know I'm missing, like that kind of thing. <laughs> I got the milk jug. That's not going to help. Mm-mm. So we got kind of a twofer. We've got the pickle juice, pickle juice uh, sour from Jackson Street Brewing, mm-hmm. and you've got a whiskey pickleback. Do you want to explain to people what a whiskey pickleback is? Yeah. Yes. Um, a whiskey pickleback is really just like a shot of whiskey, and then um, you chase it with pickle juice, and it's, it's decent. I am with you that I'm not like a super big whiskey drinker. So um, that part is not appealing to me, but I do love a pickle. So I also don't love sour beer. Yeah. Okay. So the pickle back, it's like, it's legitimately pickle juice. Yeah. Okay. So I do my shot of whiskey and then a smaller shot of pickle juice. And then do I suck on the lime or does the lime go in something? 
Oh, I've never, I don't do them with lime. Okay, well, the official recipe has the one official recipe has lime, lime juice. Maybe then, Maybe see, here's the other juice? thing is like this recipe calls for three ounces of whiskey, and like that's a that's a lot because like a, a shot is an ounce and a half, so you're really doing like a double. Yeah, I wonder if this, <laughs> if this, this is, is meant to be, shaken. yeah, I wouldn't do that. I mean, yeah. Well, somebody let us know. You like, um, like tweet at us or send us a comment. Well, help us understand how we're supposed to drink whiskey picklebacks. <laughs> I know when producer Zach posts these, we post the recipe, and usually it has more than just like the ingredients. Yeah. So um, that will probably say whether you throw all this together and shake <laughs> it, or you, you know, do this double shot of whiskey, which makes you not worry so much. You're less concerned about the pickle. Yeah. Wow. I think this is the first time a cocktail has remotely confused us. We usually know what we're doing. (laughs) Yeah. And we are not drinking this one right now. Just FYI. Mm -mm. You you couldn't tell by my earlier comments. (laughs) Fridge refused. He, He dictated to us that we would not be drinking this, which is fine. Again, I don't drink a lot of whiskey, so, uh, that's okay with me. Yeah, we'll save these for Jesse. So um, as you guys are getting back to the topic, as you're talking stock versus original photography, um, did it come down to like one is superior than the other or was it more like conditional on a whole lot of things? Definitely conditional. Uh, Yeah. That like there's a time, I think you kind of mentioned this, there's a time and a place for both. And um, no, there are some like hard and fast rules, but really it's, kind of comes down to like budget and use case more than anything so well i think your source of stock i'm guessing you guys probably talk a little bit about that where mm-hmm. you get your stock matters actually i know you do because i think i was in i was either in the room or i was near when you recorded yeah. this i don't recall now so, but, yeah, so that's yeah. something yeah so it's not going to be like a things jesse hates stock photography don't do stock mm-hmm. photography it's going to be like mm-hmm. here's a time and a place for it and some reasons you might and some yeah. good tips to make it better if you are going to use mm-hmm. it but if you can shoot original, you know, shoot original. Yeah. And sometimes that makes a lot of sense as well. Yeah. It, we, we touch a little bit too on like the licensing of stock. And that's one thing that I really caution people to be aware of is making sure that you won't find yourself with a cease and desist or um, lofty attorney's fees because you were using something you weren't supposed to that you found on Google. Yeah, or somebody does a DMCA takedown on it and suddenly your site has no images because they were broken Mm -hmm. because those links were broken from Mm -hmm. the person you stole it from. Um, Or you get a nice note from the government that you're um, in violation of a federal law. Yeah, because it's it's not a, don't do that. Like people deserve to be paid for their work and fairly compensated for the work that they're doing, so. So, but I thought that if I found it on Google, it was okay. I don't think we have time for that right now. <laughs> Caitlin's going to kill me. It is not okay to just use something you find on Google, oh. which they probably cover as well. Um, but yeah, so why don't we... Um, let's jump in. Yeah, let's get into it. So Caitlin and Jesse talking about stock versus original photography. Enjoy. Welcome back to Cocktails, Tangents, and Answers. I'm here with Jesse, our beloved chief creative officer at Antidote 71. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me back. Uh, yes. I, this is my dream episode. I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm pumped. Uh, we're here today because you're going to educate us and I'm going to help. 
the differences and benefits of stock versus original photography. I'm very excited. Yeah, that's a good one. It is. So to start, can you tell me and us, I guess, tell us, the audience, major differences between stock and original photography? Um, I think the main difference is uh, obviously stock is just pre-made and they put it out there for all the world to see. Mm -hmm. Anybody can purchase it and use it as they see fit. Yes. Uh, An original, uh, you're paying a professional photographer. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully you're paying a professional. That also makes a big difference. (laughs) (laughs) We'll Um, get to that. (laughs) Yes. and you can get it's really custom so most of it is either your space or your actual people mm-hmm. uh specific things to to your company and culture that you can really kind of pinpoint with original photography that you can't really get out of stock yes do you find between the two one being more valuable or important than the other i mean obviously anytime that you can use original i mm-hmm. think it's probably better yeah um but not everybody can do that yes. uh, all the time. Um, so there's definitely benefits of both. There's good sides to both. There's uh, downsides to both as well. So yeah. I think it just depends on kind of your situation and uh, you know what you can afford, what you can kind of manage at mm-hmm. the at the moment. Is it a quick turnaround thing? Uh, do you have time for you know a whole photo shoot? Yeah. So. That takes me, I guess, to, like, ideally, when are you using stock photography? Like, what types of situations does that apply? Uh, Mostly smaller budget, you know, if you need to purchase a few images just to get it out there. Some quick turnaround stuff uh, is pretty good for stock because you can literally click, like, three buttons and you've got a photo downloaded. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the plans can get a little expensive uh, if you're buying, like, one-offs and they're, like... You know, yeah, hundreds of dollars or something. That's that's not a good option. But uh, also, it's just good filler. Like, so if you have close-ups or stuff that doesn't need to be custom, sure, uh, stock can work just fine as a as a good second option for that. Yeah, I think this is a good opportunity to cover to the importance of like appropriate licensure and using very important images that you've either purchased or that our that are part of your image library or copyright released like that you have the right to use and share those images i know small companies and even like larger entities can run into problems when a photographer finds that their image is being used inappropriately you can either get like cease and desist letters or you know that can go as far as like monetary damages Mm -hmm, depending on the use case and like so just encouraging people to be cognizant of absolutely the worst case scenario yeah. if you're not using appropriately and, licensed and the bigger the company kind of the more trouble you can get in yeah because you have the capital and uh mm-hmm. budget at that point to to either purchase it correctly and get your correct license right. or yeah. uh, get original photography so that's that's pretty inexcusable mm-hmm. when bigger companies <laughs> I know, are I know. getting uh getting attacked for that. I think so much of it too is just like a lack of education around that. So like I come at it as the photographer, like I, I want to be compensated for the work that I'm doing. And so I think when you break it down in that way, people start to understand where they're like, Oh no, this is like a product that you have made and I can't Mm -hmm. just have it for free because it's on the internet. Like, um, 
Yeah, <laughs> I like, really struggled with to, yeah. that like early in my career, like, mm-hmm. especially like in school too. It was like, oh, all this stuff. Like for student work, it's a little bit different. Cause right, because you like, have like six cents and thousands of dollars of student loan debt, which well, is a little, you're little not bit different. actually doing anything with your work. You're not selling it. Right, yes. it's just for learning purposes at that point. Mm-hmm. But even when I got into like the workforce and I was searching for stock photography and would run into one that like I wanted to use for a project, but it was only for editorial use. Yeah. And you have to be super conscious of that because it's like, oh, well, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, find something yes. else. So yeah. yeah, definitely. That was a good point. If there's one takeaway I want you all to have, it's that please license your images properly. And that I think takes us to a situation for original photography. When you're creating your own, you kind of have carte blanche license to use those however you'd like depending on the agreement that you have with your photographer yeah. obviously yeah but uh most of them are really flexible and uh super good on that mm-hmm. on that side of it but yeah when you need that extra touch and you can get kind of really personal with what you're shooting yes. you can p- kind of pick and choose your shots um and it really starts to show your personality and yeah. the culture of your either your people or your business as a whole or Mm -hmm. really whatever, maybe your product. Yes. I think that's a great call out too, is like trying to use stock product photography can be really misrepresentative of your brand. And then you run into problems where like, this is not what I ordered. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's terrible. Mm-hmm. I, I think we've all probably been part of that. Right. We're looking at something online, and oh, I got catfished. It's really nice. Yeah. And then you get it. You're like, that doesn't. That's not the same right. thing. Scale is important oh, as well. Yeah. Now, I like as it relates to our business. I'm really excited to get some new imagery in our new space. Like, it's just to showcase a little bit more of our personality. Like, mm-hmm. that's going to be. It's going to be fun. I'm yep. looking forward to that. Um, when we talk about stock photography, I always think of like the worst case scenario. And <laughs> those are the funnest ones. Right? Where you're like, oh, that's an interesting choice. There's one, um, this is not like a worst case scenario, but there's one we used uh, like a filler eye stock image on a client website mock up. And that, that woman shows up on like, suggested ads for me now yeah, like yeah, from a completely that I, I was like oh she's an attorney what is she doing in this hr platform but i'm like that's not <laughs> yeah that's, yeah that actually happens the more that you look at stock photography uh-huh. you start to pick up on the models like we see this one guy for like <laughs> the senior living or like retirement stuff and he's everywhere is he he's just like a handsome old dude yeah, yeah he's like, just like living his best life he's on a boat he's you know, chilling with his grandkids they're different all the time how many grandkids do you have, Bob? Seems like a lot of children. Very interesting family. <laughs> His life is fascinating. I but think... every time I see him, it's like, oh, it's Bob. <laughs> He's back. I think we What's should Bob do like today? a stock photography after dark episode where we just like write <laughs> life stories. Scrolling through, for, yeah, yes. scrolling through eyesight. Well, we have a channel for that and click. <laughs> we do. Like we throw all the really terrible examples. What on. was the creative direction given to this? Like there was some like post-apocalyptic like war paint like automatic weapon yeah, it re- like, Mad like Max. just great and we're like how who's using this shoot. on there right yeah i bet they had a blast making it but <laughs> is there is there like a worst case or like a like when you think of an inappropriate or bummer use of stock photography like 
mm-hmm. what comes to mind. Well, the first one is just kind of a goofy one that I always think of uh, because <laughs> I can't it wait. just sticks in my mind. It's the episode of Friends where Joey is yes. doing like the modeling and he's in a photo shoot and is just completely oblivious to, to everything like Joey is. And then he sees himself on a poster for VD. Because he's like, like really excited for like a second where oh, he's, he's like, hey, excited. that's me. And then he's like, I don't, that's not me. I don't and that's none of this is true about me. I think it actually happens when he's like walking with a girlfriend or like a, yes. a date or something too. It's so been it's a like long time super embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um so but that ties into like real world examples where with stock you don't know who else is using those yeah. photos. So it could be something, you know, if you've kind of got kind of like the old man Bob example. Mm-hmm. Like if you're using him for like your cool retirement uh you know, financial something or the mm-hmm. other, uh, and he's in you know ads or other businesses for something completely something different. Totally different. Uh, yeah. You know, if if people stumble upon that just like we do, mm-hmm. uh, that could that could hurt your brand potentially. Yeah, or so. be even just like at the baseline, be confusing for people where yeah. they're like, "Wait, what? What hey, am I looking that at? The, isn't I that thought the this was a, yeah. community. What? Yeah, I." how often are you using like reverse image search when you're like, can you find this somewhere else and tell me whether or not it's a bad idea? I think we've actually done that a few Mm -hmm. times. Got some pretty interesting results. (laughs) It's like, okay, we're going to stay away from that. image. Maybe we'll just eliminate that shoot from our, from our choices. Um, Do you have any like takeaways, like a final, final thought? I mean, like I said, one isn't. Yeah, if we're going to remember one thing about this. Yeah, it's that neither one of them is inherently good or bad. Yeah. They're both uh, pretty neutral options, and it's just how you use them. Yeah. Uh, Stock can be great, it can be super efficient and helpful. Um, It can fill in when you don't have options, and then you're in a pinch. And original is always great too um, but it comes at its own downsides Mm -hmm. so uh, both are really good options we use both of them Uh, you just have to be careful with how you're using yeah yeah well as always it was a pleasure yeah thanks for having me back thank you apparently i didn't swear enough (laughs) i don't think we had any swear there were no swears i take that this time either you take that e off of our description (laughs) my mother will be so proud (laughs) maybe we'll get it back up at some point (laughs) That's it for another episode of Cocktails, Tangents, and Answers. We hope it was as much fun to listen to as it was to make. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at at Rich Mackey. I try not to make it too difficult. It's just my name. And you can find our agency at antidote underscore seven one. That's A-N-T-I-D-O-T-E underscore seven one on Twitter and Instagram as well. And you can find me at home sipping a craft cocktail prepared by my in-home bartender. It's my husband. We'll be back with another episode every other week and a whole new cocktail recipe, plenty more tangents, and of course, answers to those pressing marketing questions. And if you'd like to send us a question, you can go to ctapodcast.live to send us an email. Or you can call our hotline at 402-718-9971 and leave us a voicemail. Your questions might be used for future episodes of the podcast. For now, like and subscribe and tune in next time. 